Hello and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this week's show, Chris Daly from ICBF joins me to discuss the upcoming Beef Data Genomics Programme deadline after last week's evaluation. But first, I asked Chris how many farmers are in the programme currently. There's 22,500 herds in BDGP1, Catherine. Um, then you have BDGP2, which is uh, sort of two years further on, which started in 2017, and that'll run to 2022. You have about 1,500 herds in that. So in total, you have about 24,000 herds all told between BDGP1 and BDGP2. And what are the key dates that farmers need to be aware of? Um, for BDGP1 herds, uh, the 31st of October this year is the final big target for them to meet. And that's the 50% genotype four and five star females or 50% eligible females. Um, it's also this, that, that same 31st of October date is applicable to BDGP2 herds also, but BDGP2 herds only have to meet the 20% target. So that was the target that BDGP1 herds met back in 2018. And obviously because BDGP2 is, is two years afterwards, it's the 20% target is applicable to those. So a slightly smaller hurdle for them to get over. But yeah, for for the vast majority of the herds that are participating in BDGP1, um, that 31st of October deadline, is it's the last target for them to meet really in the current program because this is the sixth year of BDGP and it's ending this year. And the last evaluation was on the 4th of August. What did this tell farmers? Um, so a, a, a very large number of animals that were genotyped as part of BDGP this year would have gotten their first genomic evaluation in the last week. Um, a lot of farmers would have, would have received tags earlier this spring. Um, and just because of the timings of the evaluations, the vast majority of those animals bear maybe some of the ones that got tags back very, very early. So maybe the first few thousand animals where tags were sent out and farmers got them back straight away. They might have gotten an evaluation maybe in May, but the vast majority of herds got tags, would have sent them back. And a lot of those animals, most of those animals got their genomic evaluation last week. Now, that would have been significant for herds maybe that didn't have enough eligible females up to the last evaluation. And with the evaluation last week, then it brought their, it, it gave uh, more of their animals, more of their four and five star females, a genomic evaluation and would have made them eligible. So it could have brought a, a good number of herds from non-compliance to compliance, I suppose. How do farmers check, Chris, their current BDGP eligibility status? We post farmers a report after each evaluation. Um, so that's um, a BDGP eligibility report that we print and post to every farmer and now the thing one thing you have to watch with it with a report is that it's obviously printed and it's just a snapshot in time so if we send if we if we generate a report for a farmer today he could sell animals tomorrow and the report is then you know out of date because the some of the animals that are on the report are no longer in the herd for farmers that are computer literate the best way to check their compliance is to log into the ICBF website and go to the eligibility profile because that's a constant live picture. So every time you log on to it, it, it and check that profile, it shows you a live picture of, of your herd on that day. Whereas, you know, a report could be a month, two months old and it could be out of date because animals have maybe moved into the herd or moved out of the herd since then. So I would encourage farmers to use the online profile where they can use a computer and look, if not, then obviously they have to depend on the, on, the, on the report. But make sure that the report is up to date as possible. 
And what are the details that farmers need in order to log into their ICBF account? Every farmer needs a username and password. So in all cases, the username is the farmer's herd number. Um, and their password then could be something personal to themselves. If they don't have their password, they can ring ICBF. Um, there is the option to text as well if, um, if the farmer has his mobile number registered in the system. But the problem is, is if a farmer doesn't have a mobile number registered is when he texts us, we don't know which herd that mobile number is linked to. So in a lot of cases, a farmer might need to ring. And what we do then is we issue a, we issue a, a new password into their, to their mobile number or we can send it by email or we can call it out over the phone and that will give them access then. And how are herds that are short eligible females being assisted at the moment? Yeah, so as I said, after each evaluation, we're posting a report to, the, to all of the herds, and that would include, obviously, the non-compliant herds. Um, and what we're saying in that, in that report, there's a cover letter that goes with it that uh, states their situation clearly, so it tells them that they don't have enough eligible females and that if they don't meet the target, there's a pretty significant penalty at the end of the year. And it also goes through their options. So it, it asks them to look to see do they have ungenotype four and five star females in the herd that they could order sampling kits for and get sampled so that those animals would become eligible before the end of the scheme. If they don't have four and five star females, it tells them what to look for if buying in the mart or if buying animals privately, just to check the animals, uh, that it has a genomic evaluation, that it's four or five stars and that it meets the age criteria. So animals must be 16 months on the 31st of October. Uh, and it obviously just tells them if, if they need uh, assistance to, to give us a ring or, or to email us. We've also started doing over the last couple of weeks, um, the herds that aren't compliant, we've started phoning them. So individual phone calls um, and those calls have been quite successful and the farmers are very, very grateful to, to, um, to get those phone calls because, you know, you can send letters to people sometimes, but at times people maybe don't take the time to read stuff whereas a phone call seems to be much more effective so they are being assisted in a lot of ways we're also doing a bit of work with marts um, trying to organize special sales of these genotype four and five star females and um, so we're working with icos who are the, the the body that represent the marts um, and we're we're doing some work on an app as well whereby farmers would be able to um Farmers that have surplus four and five star females would be able to put the, the animals forward maybe for sale and that and people that need those animals in would be able to access and, and see those animals and, and where they can contact to maybe try and purchase those animals. So there's a lot of work going on there to try and, try and assist these herds. All right, yeah. From the latest figures nationally, Chris, is there going to be a shortage of genotype cows and heifers to meet this requirement? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a, a very large surplus of the animals there. But of course, the problem is, is that you have herds that don't have enough of these eligible females. You know, they could be some herds might be short one or two, some herds might be short five, eight, ten, depending on the situation. But you have a lot of herds then that have surpluses and very large surpluses at that. So, of course, the challenge then is is to try and get those people that have those surpluses, maybe try and encourage them to put animals for for sale and obviously try and direct the people that need them to, to where they can buy those animals, either through mart sales or through the sort of online female finder that we're, we're developing through, through the app. Um, like nationally, if you think of 22,500 um, herds in BDGP, the average reference number for those herds is about 20, which means the average 50% target is 10 so what that means is we only need about 220 or 230,000 eligible females nationally 
to get us across the line, but there's actually well in excess of probably half a million eligible females out there. But as I said, some herds just happen to be short and there are some herds then that have, have very large surpluses. So the animals are there, but of course the challenge is to, to try, and, try and encourage farmers that have surpluses to put them forward for sale, as I said, and obviously to try and direct the people that need them to where they can find them. And there is a change in relation to the genotyping dates that if farmers have some heifers or cows in their farm that they want to get genotyped, what is the date that they have to be genotyped by? Yeah, so the department have allowed us to count an extra evaluation this year. So the deadline for BDGP was the 31st of October and the last official publication or evaluation date for that would have been out on uh, to in the, at the end of September. But what the department have allowed us is to, to also count the November evaluation, which is the t- will be out on the 24th of November so even though that evaluation is published after the 31st of October it will be still it can still be used for eligibility the animals still have to be in the herd on 31st of October but even on the 31st of October they mightn't have a genomic evaluation yet um, they could they'll, the farmers will be allowed to count the 24th of November um, evaluation working back from that then the deadline then for that evaluation to have samples returned by is the 9th of September. So for farmers that have ungenotyped four and five star females on the farm and they need to get them genotyped, or if farmers are thinking of buying ungenotyped four and five star females with a view to getting them genotyped, they'll have to order a sample in the next few weeks and make sure that the sample is back by the 9th of September. So we're at like we're around the 10th, 11th of August now, so there's about four weeks left to get those animals sampled. So there is a major push on to get all the samples returned to the lab by the 9th of September? Yes, yes, and that is the final deadline. Anything after that will not get a genomic evaluation until January 2021, which will be too late. And when will the next genomic evaluation take place? The next evaluation is actually published on the 4th of October. The last one was out last week, and I think it was the 4th of August. Yeah, this day last week, the 4th of August. So the next one is out the 4th, 5th of October. And that will be the second last one. And obviously the last one then will be published on the 24th of November, as I said. So the next two evaluations can be counted. Also, a carbon navigator will need to be completed in 2020. When does this need to be completed by? Yeah, so there's no hard deadline really on the carbon navigator. The main thing is that farmers have it done before payments are are made by the department in December, but it's probably much easier for farmers just to get that completed and get it done. So I would be encouraging farmers to aim to have that completed by the end of October. And payments are generally made in the first week of December, so it would be a good idea to get that completed um, well in advance of that so that the department know that it's completed and they can issue payments to, to, to herds. How can that be completed at this stage? Uh, it can be completed online. So again, farmers can log into their ICBF account and in the Beef Data and Genomics Program section, there's a link to the Carbon Navigator and it can be filled in online. Or alternatively, forms can be posted out. Um, any any herds where the Carbon Navigator is still outstanding, forms are automatically posted to them maybe two, three times a year to try and encourage them to re- return it. If farmers need a form, um, they can always ring up, ring ICBF and request a form to be sent out to them. That's great. And for farmers in BDGP2, what do they need to be aware of now at the moment? BDGP2 herds, uh, their first target is coming up now on the 31st of October, which is the 20% um, genotype four and five star target. Um, the compliance level on that is very good, um, like it was for, for BDGP1. So that's the one that they have to be conscious of. 
again, they just need to keep an eye on their own situation, either through the, the eligibility report or, if possible, log into the eligibility profile. And it's important that if a herd is short, that they just take some action. So either get some animals in their own herd genotype, if they have four and five star females, or they may have to purchase in, in a few animals. As regards the rest of the scheme, there's a stock bull target coming up in June 2021. So any BDGP2 herds that are using stock bulls, they have to make sure that they have one eligible stock bull, which is a genotype four and five star stock bull in the herd on 30th of June uh, 2021. Um, and look, the carbon navigator has to be completed as well every year. So again, this year for payments, um, BGB2 herds would want to, to have their carbon navigator finished by the 31st of October as well, just so the payments can, can issue in, in December. And any herds that haven't sent back any tags yet, you know, try and get those sent back as soon as possible. Because again, if tags aren't returned, that can hold up payments as well. And finally, Chris, what should farmers do if they're unsure about their current BDGP status or what's the best course of action to meet their targets? Yeah, I mean, the best advice I could give to anybody is to, just to talk to somebody who knows, you know, um, if if you're you're not compliant on some target, particularly the, the 50% genotype four and five star target this October, you know, talk to your Chagisk advisor, you know, you can ring someone in ICBF um, talk to somebody that knows exactly what what you need to do and what the implications of not meeting the target are and someone that can give you advice on what the best course of action is. Um, there's no point relying on speculation or hearsay, maybe from somebody or a neighbor that maybe isn't quite sure what they're talking about. Just make sure that you, 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 you talk to someone that, that understands the program and that can, can give you good sound advice. Because there is a severe penalty involved if farmers don't meet this 50% requirement. Yeah, there, it's, it's 140%. So what it would mean for farmers is they would get no payment for BDGP this December. And they would, they would have the equivalent of 40% of that payment in withheld from another payment, which could be a BPS or a gloss or some other payment that they get from the Department of Agriculture. So it is, it is a pretty significant penalty, yeah. So if anyone is unsure, it's important to talk to their Chagas advisor or contact ICBF directly. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks very much, Chris, for joining me on the show. No bother. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to Chris for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie. Or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.